let's circle back to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. I love the way things are positioned. You know, old Trump, who obviously he's a, he's a loud mouth, and he wasn't my first choice as well. Um, I don't think he's a lot of folks' first choice. Uh, and and bombastic and uh, a big old uh, a big old stinking loudmouth. However, yeah, if you uh, if you watched his speech at the convention, I thought he hit a home run. Um, if you watched his uh, press conference the other day, uh, three days ago, I thought he hit a home run. He's doing press conferences and asking and answering tough questions that Hillary uh, Clinton, I don't believe, has had a press conference in how long? How many months? Two hundred and. 247 days. Do I mean, figure this one out. Only a person who has something to hide will stay away from the press for that many years. And by the way, what does she have to worry about? She'll get nothing but softballs from yeah. the press anyway. Yeah, they're going to lob her softballs up there. I mean, good Lord. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you know, uh, I'm going to do what I can to get the man elected. I was honored. You know, I, I believe that uh, if America does see this movie, that it, it is going to, uh, you know, I hope it's not just preaching to the choir. Yeah. I hope there'll be some folks who are on the fence about the whole thing. Well, that's what you're looking uh, and, for. Yeah, yeah, you're looking for the independence and, and to mobilize the base. So Dinesh is a great storyteller, a great movie, uh, filmmaker. Uh, and, and, you know, I hope it does. I hope it helps get Donald Trump elected. You know what else I hope it does? I hope it makes Larry a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, your song, that was that was the, the icing on the cake. Your song at the end of that movie, I am smiling from ear to ear. And while I'm sitting in that audience, and I'm seeing this guy to the left of me, but I'm only seeing this, this uh, dapper gentleman out of the corner of my left eye. And I'm thinking, man, I like that outfit that he's wearing. It's sort of Civil War What's the meets- little, the little over-the-shoulder number? I'm telling you, swing it, baby. Uh, this high-stepping um, guy to my right, left, and I'm thinking, who is that? I know that guy. I know that face. And then it turns out, it turns out to be you as you're finally brought up there on stage. And I'm thinking, man, you should sell that line of clothes. And I do a little research, and you do have your own line of clothes, Larry Wayne Gatlin. We do. We have the Liberty Legend USA. They're all made in America. Uh, that is a special one, and for those folks who are watching by means of electrophonical radio, <laughs> yeah. uh, it just has, it's kind of a military cut. When <clears throat> when my dad came back from the war, he kept his old army, his army, his, his Marine mm. uniform, square cut at the bottom, epaulets, gold yeah. buttons. And when I, uh, you know, started making enough money to have my clothes, you know, tailored, I love that look. Yeah, it's cool. And the, I put the gold buttons in the epaulets. Of course, I did not put the Army, Navy Marine Corps, uh, Air Force, no, of course not. Uh, National Guard, I, Coast Guard. I could not do that. No. I don't deserve to do that. So I just put, they're just American Eagle buttons. And I explained to a friend of mine uh, that, and he, he knew that I'd been all over the world for the USO, and that was my way of serving because I was number 296 in the draft back during Vietnam. So I did, I'm not a, I'm not a veteran. Yep. I do not deserve to wear that. I've not, not uh uh, done anything to deserve to wear that, but I wear it in tribute uh, to pay honor to our troops. And I said, sir, do you give me your blessing to do that? And my friend, General Colin Powell said, Sergeant Gatlin, wear it in good health. Oh, that had, that had, you pitched yourself, didn't you? There you go. I did it. Yeah. Best way I knew how. And he gave me the, 
his stamp of approval, that's good enough for me. Hey, I want you to know, folks, I'm not kissing uh, Larry's uh, butt here when I talk about how cool this outfit uh, was. I didn't I didn't recognize the dude, but I saw this dapper-looking guy, and my spousal equivalent, uh, Lori Downey Jr., also looked over, and I'm thinking... You know, that's sort of the kind of guy that Laurie would go for. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, I'm, hey. I'm telling you, Larry, and I'm thinking, hey. Don't start, don't start, you know, don't start trouble. You've been married. You know what? You've been married way too long. Song. You're fine. I've been, what? I've been married, yeah, 47 years, the same woman. Yeah. I wrote a song not long ago said, my career could use a good rumor. I think I'll start one by myself. <laughs> <laughs> This guy was a quarterback at Odessa High School. He's no, by the way, he's no puss. I mean, this is the real deal. Quarterback back at uh, Odessa, and didn't you, uh, didn't you score like I? Well, you didn't score all the points yourself, but it was a hundred points in nineteen. I scored them all. I scored all of them. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. Touchdown pass no. in nineteen sixty-eight. Right. Here's what happened: nineteen sixty-eight in the dome, we were ahead of Tulsa, eighty-six to six, and uh, my roommate and I finally got in. We we were so low on the totem pole. I mean, Coach Yeoman, they asked Coach Yeoman one time, said, now that kid, Gatlin from Odessa, said, he has deceptive speed, doesn't he? And Coach said, yeah, he's a hell of a lot slower than he looks. <laughs> but, but I finally got in the game, and it was third and 12, and they ran 53-R out. Well, I was R, and I ran the out route. I caught the ball, ran for a 26-yard touchdown. So it was really the 92nd point. Mm. But that pretty well put the game away. At 92 to 6, we figured we had them. <laughs> by, so, by the way, Matt, the word we're looking for was documentary. Yeah, it is. Yeah, It's, it's the number one documentary this year, Dinesh D'Souza's uh, movie about Hillary Clinton. And as you watch this thing, you're, you're wondering to yourself, well, when is that Hillary part going to come in? <laughs> and then finally it rears its uh, ugly head and gives you enough information about her. And I found the thing uh, – I found it interesting. And, he, you know, the problem is – as we were discussing a few minutes ago, trying to find someone who is on the left to watch that thing because they'll wa- walk in and they'll poo-poo it. Now, I have seen that. Who's that big fat piece of crap who does those uh, documentaries on the left? Um, what's his Moore. Name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, so Michael does, Moore. Yeah. So I, I have watched his stuff, and then I do the due diligence. I do the research, and I find out that he's full of crap. And see, that's the difference, man. Stick to the facts, or at least 99.9% of the facts. You know, it'd be well, nice. you know what's that old deal about? You're, you're entitled to your own opinion, but not your own facts. Yeah, you bet your so, butt. Yeah. This man. So th- that's where I am on the deal, and I, I hope it's a big success. Dinesh is a wonderful man, a he great is. patriot, and they railroaded him on that little old contribution deal, that loan he made to that woman. So I'm doing everything I know how to do, the brothers and I, and I just think we're going to start, you know, go ahead and start singing the song and do it like that at the end, at the encore, said, folks. They wanted us to do uh, between 75 and 90 minutes. We've done, uh, you know, 86. And uh, that's what you paid for. And we, uh, we're going to do this one. And if you don't like it, don't get mad at us. That's just our way of doing things. If you get your show and you're red hot, I'll come look at you. <laughs> you know, see, this is the thing about Texas, which uh, Houston, Texas, my old stomping grounds. I bought my first uh, home there. And P.S. I didn't want to leave Houston. I loved Houston. Um, you know, there was a, a minute that I was a big deal in radio in Houston, and then I took that gig in New York City. That was the best thing that right. I ever did. Uh, but and I lost my ass in Houston real estate. My first house l- lost a lot of money. The point is that I. 
I loved Texas, and to this day, it's one of my favorite states. And the odd thing, and I don't know if you found this, Larry Gatlin, but if you talk to a real lefty, someone who's bona fide on the left, for some reason, they are not a big fan of Texas. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, I have. And you know what? We ain't a big fan of their asses either. Yeah. 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 Not only, listen, you, you know his storied career. Did you know Larry Gatlin sang backup for the great Chris Christopherson? I mean, how was that? How fun was that to know that old guy? Oh, uh, he's fabulous. I think he's the greatest songwriter in the history of the English language. Uh, he's had some health problems, but they figured out it. It wasn't dementia. It was Lyme disease. Oh, wow. And they're treating him for that. A big article, and Lisa told me about it when he was here for a big uh, a tribute we did to him a few months ago. But just a brilliant man, you know, my one of my great songwriting heroes, dear yeah. friend, another Texan. Now, he is a little bit to the left of Santa Claus. Now, I know he, I know he you know? is. But when, when Chris and I get together, we don't talk politics. We talk poetry. We talk about William Blake. Yeah. You know, uh, we talk about the English literature and about songs and and. and how are the families and all that stuff? And we're still great friends. Yeah. So uh, I'm not going to let that keep from being a friendship, you know, between somebody unless they really torque me off real bad. And then I'll just open a boot shop in their ass. <laughs> By the way, for those of you in the studio here, that's opening a boot shop in their ass. Uh, next you, next you, Oprah. Are you taking cobbler uh, position? <laughs> okay, Mark Downboy. Uh, what was the, I, I got to ask Larry b- before, because I, I know he's champing at the bit to, you know, have a little, he's probably three hours ahead there and, and dinner's on the table, probably some great chicken fried steak or, you know, some of my favorite food, which if I ate every day, then, you know, I'd look like Michael Moore. Um, there you go. What is the genesis of you substitute hosting? But uh, Don I Don in the morning. W Well, yeah, they uh, you know he was going on vacation, and I had done a lot of stuff for Fox, and uh, they just asked me if I wanted to do it, and I jumped at the chance because I've trying been trying to get a job up there. I think I ought to be on TV. I'm on radio. I got my little WSM show here, you know that I do, but yeah. it's not really a political show. They can't let me do that, so I don't do that kind of stuff. But uh, they asked me to do it. And then Donnie and all his people took everybody away and just did, to turn the camera on. Said, well, Here he is. Nice. So, I mean, uh, Dagan went on vacation. Those two guys went on vacation. I'm just sitting there trying to read the news. They said, well, you can't be funny to the news, man. He has to be, a, you know, do hard news. So I just uh, tried to find things to talk about, and uh, they let somebody call in. I got my own guests. And uh, the cameramen, all the people there said I did a great job, but they've not called me back. So I guess I didn't really. It's kind of like your Category 5 with Burke. Okay, there he goes again. You know, he can't can't behave. He's Larry Gatlin. He's known not to behave. And that's. that's, He's the first person to take a clear shot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he certainly is. Well, that's because Burt Reynolds is is probably his dear friend. You know. Burt Reynolds is an old friend of mine. I haven't seen him in years. Yeah, uh, you know, I saw him on TV, and, and uh, you know, he's he's getting up there. You bet you he know? is. I Just mean, turned eighty. He's an old dude. Yeah, but he was he was funny. Yeah. and they loved him, and he was intelligent. You know, he what? I, I thought when I saw him, you know, he looked like the years had taken a little bit of toll. He he ain't gonna be on Cosmopolitan anytime soon. No. You know, the the cover. But bless his heart, yep. he was funny and he was an entertainer, and they loved him. Bert was awfully good to me. Yeah, 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 good, good old dude. And I met him at many stages of his life, and he's uh, he's a humbled sort of dude now. 
And, he really is. Yeah, he truly is. And it's it's not because of the fact that he's 80 years old that he's so weathered. It's because he did his own stunts. And I bet in retrospect, he wish he hadn't done that. You know, he broke damn near every bone in his body. That, you know, and, right. And, and so, we, we yeah. lived a little hard back then. You know, <laughs> we, um, we got... Got a lot of mileage on us. It may not be the years, it's the mileage. Well, what was the great, well, hold on, the great Larry Gatlin quote, and I hope this is correct, but Larry's talking to someone, he says, can you imagine me on cocaine? I could thread a sewing machine while it was running. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't, didn't need that. Yeah, I, I lived for about six or eight years of my life. My motto was, even Colombian drug lords' children have to eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, by the way, you may not know this, Lehrer, you know, he was uh, he was face-to-face with some, some big old drugs, and he was digging life a little too much. And at some point, he said, I think he looked in the mirror, and he, and he said, I don't know what the devil looks like, but I thought it looked a hell of a lot like me, right, Lehrer? Boy, howdy. He yeah. really did. Well, you know, I kid about it. I know there are people who have <clears throat> still problems with the addiction. Uh, by the grace of God, I've been, you know, relieved of that and, and healed of that. And I have a special place in my heart for people who are still struggling with it. But one of my ways of dealing with it is laugh at it. Yeah. You know, uh, get it out in the open and laugh at it. You know, if you've got skeletons in the closet, drag them out and dance with them. Yeah. yeah. And you've been, uh, you've been sober now for a number of years, right, Larry? Uh, 34 of them. Oh, man. Yeah, and hence the reason he looks so good. He's, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but 68-year-old dude. And, man, if that's what 68 looks like, that's that's what I want to be. That's exactly what I want to be. Uh, well, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm very grateful. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not blowing. Hey, Larry, I'm not blowing smoke here, man. This is, this is from well, my heart. Well, I appreciate heart, it. I you really know? do. Yeah. I'm not either. You know you look but, good, right? Well, you know, uh you know, I'm trying to go. Uh, people say, "Why did you grow that little goatee-looking thing?" I, I'm, I'm trying to go to you know, kind of like from moderately cute to moderately distinguished. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's about it. That's the only thing I'll ever be moderate at. But, hey, by the way, I, I don't. I'm not coming on to you here. I just want to set the record straight. This is it not, sounds a little bit like you are. Yeah, I do, I'm not doing it. Okay, this would be, it would be a smooth transition to say the great Larry Gatlin, then go to break and so on. But I need to fill you in on a quick thing, and then and then I'll, I'll, I'll let you go. Um, okay. Okay. I'm in the the process of putting together a country countdown show. Now, in okay. in a lot of situations, they would take you off the air and in the other studio, and then you'd cut your liner or whatever you'd have to do, throw it in. Well, we don't do this on this show because we are 100% honest on this program and transparent, unlike some presidencies. And uh, and so we just we just let you fly off of the handle. And all you got to do, because this show is being recorded, is throw something in like, uh, hey, it's Larry Gatlin and Matthew Allen, count them down or count down those hits or whatever you want to do like that. I'm ready. Go ahead and go. Hey, folks, Larry Gatlin here, and you're listening to Matthew Allen counting down those hits. Let's see. Now you should say some smart-ass thing. What would you say? What would he add to that? Uh, Howard Lapidus, you're a big entertainment manager. What what should he say? Oh, I, I, I actually like it a lot. It, uh, uh, what do we call it? Um, what do we call in the countdown? What's the name of the countdown? Well, ho- hold on a second. Mark C.G. Boyer, what? Go ahead. Uh, assuming he learns how to count. Oh, assuming he learns how to count. That could be a good. You want to throw that in? That, yeah. Well, he got to count backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so say that. Say that. Go ahead. Either one. Yeah. 
Hi, folks, it's Larry Gatlin. You're listening to Matthew Allen and the countdown. He's going to do that countdown, assuming that he can learn how to count backwards. Boom, bada bing. Let me tell you a little something, Larry Gatlin. It it has been worth the wait. Um, I I feel I have felt like a Texan ever since I I lived there. Uh, So I feel like you're a fellow Texan. I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up as a uh, a guy on the right. My father is a brilliant musician who plays every instrument. And I have tremendous respect for my dad, Gary, um, uh, who was a Democrat. I grew up in a Democrat family. Uh, all my relatives are Democrats. And then uh, about 30 years ago, yeah, in my uh, early 20s, something sort of hit me. And it wasn't, you know, someone on the left may say, oh, yeah, Matt, you started making a lot of money. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. I became a pragmatist. And because of that, I said, wait, I can't vote. I can't vote for the Democrats anymore. And P.S., don't you agree, Larry Gatlin? The party has changed, for God's sakes. JFK would be a Republican by I these standards. I was about to tell you, right? you're, you're stealing my line. Oh. I was going to say, J- John, John F. Kennedy would not be welcome in the Democratic Party. Yeah. Yeah. He would not, you know, he just he just would not. It, it, there's no place for him. That that party, that Democrat party that your father was a, a party a member of, and mine, and all my kin folks, that doesn't exist anymore. That is the Republican Party now. Yeah, it's it all comes down to uh, it all comes down to teach a man to fish, and I grew up with that notion. Yep. And I believe, you, know, you can feed him forever. Yep. Pull yourself up by them bootstraps. Let me tell you well, a little you know, something. Yeah. Here's the deal. Here's the way I look at it. I'll. Uh, I'll bend over backwards to help anybody. I don't like bending over forwards. <laughs> How do you not love the great Larry Gatlin on Outlaw Radio? Uh, this has been a treat and a treatment. And you, my friend, I wish you nothing but the best. And here's what I think. You have only, this is just a smattering of your success over the last 68 years. The best is yet to come, my dear friend, Larry Gatlin. God bless you. I'll see you soon. Let's do it again. There it is on Outlaw Radio, the great Larry Gatlin. We'll be this after back. So you're listening to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio.